Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hi, everyone. I am so, so excited and happy and a little bit nervous, honestly, (laughs) Um, to be sitting and talking with you right now because it's been a little while, I feel, since I crafted a more educational sit-down serious heart-to-heart conversation, even though nothing is ever that serious over here. Um, But I'm just really so excited um, for what I have to talk about because I think it's a highly relatable topic for anyone in an identity-seeking stage, which, if we're honest, is pretty much everyone and anyone all of the time in this world, but especially us older teenagers to early adulthood gals and girlies um, and guys too that tend to gravitate towards my podcast. Um, But before we go ahead and jump into that conversation, I wanted to take time to suggest you head over to my Instagram. Um, A week-ish ago, I made a big post about some updates for the podcast and I just want to give you the opportunity to go find out what is going on over here and all that might be or all that will be coming in the future. Um, For those of you who don't know, my Instagram is at the uncensored self. All right, moving on. So I don't typically do this unless it's a shower thoughts episode or in cases like this where I say I don't typically do this, but I'm going to. But I do think it will be helpful for this episode specifically. So I'm going to begin with telling you a little bit more about my life recently or rather my feelings about it um, in efforts in efforts so that you may see a portion of yourself in my story and then the rest of this episode will make more sense to you um, or not. It may resonate differently, but I just wanted to give you guys a little background of where I'm coming from. So you guys know me um, and a lot of my thoughts and how I process things. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, and even if this is just your first episode, I feel like you're going to be able to get a taste of who I am and how I process things. Um, But you know I like to think about things really analytically, and I like science, and I like facts, and I like structure. But I also really love unknowns, and I do embrace change, and I find positives in every single situation, and I love big, so I fall big, and I care so great, so I hurt great. And I think because of my ability to feel so deeply on both spectrums, I really struggle with things not going according to my plan or not feeling things how I want to feel them. Sometimes it's like, I either feel total bliss or total shutdown and then I'm at war with myself like why can't I just be quote unquote normal or quote unquote regular and just go through the motions of things like everything everyone else and I try and I try and I try to surrender and once I actually do surrender it all ends up falling into place and I end up feeling everything that I desire to feel but that waiting period or that limbo period where I'm like kind of battling with that really weighs on me heavy because I feel so deeply. And that's what I think is relatable for a lot of people. And right now is one of those time periods for me um, where I feel like myself and I'm really loving where I'm at, but I just don't feel like myself 100%. And that's what I'm learning to be okay with because you may not feel like yourself 100% of the time, but how you and how you go through life, that is all of you. That is embodying all of yourself, embracing the good, the bad, the ugly, the feelings that are different, um, not favorable, and the just as much as the ones that are favorable. And while I've never been in this exact position on this exact day with this exact feeling, 
before it does feel familiar because I've experienced situations where I feel like this and I've made it through that once before. So that means that I'm going to make it through again. So that's what I'm here to remind everyone of today. And when I feel this way, I like to journal or I like to talk to someone, not venting because venting can be empty, but like talking and seeking advice or wisdom. Um, but journaling, when I put my thoughts down on paper, this helps me to A, recognize what it is exactly that I'm feeling because sometimes I can't actually comprehend it until it's all out. And B, call me out on my foolishness because here's the thing. All of your feelings are valid and they are valid because they are emotions that you are experiencing and they are manifesting in your life in one way or another. So if it is something that you are experiencing, it makes it valid because it's true to you. But that doesn't always make the situation about those feelings fact. So what do I mean? So you know how I just said, sometimes it's like I either feel total bliss or total shutdown and I'm at war with myself. Like why can't I just be normal or regular and just go through the motions of things like everyone else? That's a feeling. That is a way that I feel. That is a way in which an emotion that I have is being experienced in my life. It is not 100% fact. So I can set, I can't set my reality based on that feeling because I do not know every person's thoughts in this world. So who's to say that my perception of what I'm going through is unique and I'm not quote unquote normal or quote unquote regular or someone who doesn't feel as greatly as I do has it better? Who am I to say that? It would be lying to myself if I assured myself that I was the odd man out. So this episode is titled Stop Stereotyping Yourself because we, me, I, get so caught up in thinking about my life that I miss what's happening in my life. The life that I am here to experience and to enjoy, I'm missing out on because I'm too, I'm thinking too far futuristically and too heavily about my futuristic self. You were never meant to fit one mold, right? You exist to serve a multitude of purposes, to feel every emotion that comes with each event in your life and still see the goodness within it. So why do we shame ourselves when we fall according to the idea that we've created of ourselves in our minds? Like we're just further pushing the mold onto ourselves that we have to fit in a box. And that is never what loving yourself is about because loving yourself comes with unconditional sacrificial totality of accepting yourself and who you are in every single moment. I specifically struggle with this because I have really worked hard at becoming someone who has always has a lot of joy. Um, and it wasn't always like that. I was born on a Wednesday and my parents would always joke whenever I was in like a gloomy mood and say things like, oh, Wednesday's childhood is full of woe. There's like some nursery rhyme or something that's for each day of the week, whatever. Um, and I would also get, oh, you always have a puss on your face. But really, it's just what society would label as an RBF. But I know it's my aura and my attitude that makes me approachable, not the way in which my lips rest um, and other things of the sort. But nonetheless, despite those things that I have taken on um, in my earlier years, I've grown into who I am today and I've been molded into a woman who really does have the spirit of joy living in my heart 24-7. And I confidently say that and I know without a shadow of a doubt that I am just a joyful person and that is who I was made to be. Um, and they, that may not be you, but if you do relate to that, I want you to know that you are seen and understood because us happy-go-lucky, positive, sunshine and rainbow people, we still know hurt. We still know discomfort. We still know difficulty. We still know how to cry and let it all out. And that's totally okay. And that is valid. You can validate that for yourself. If we weren't supposed to know those things, I trust we would have a different life that wouldn't expose us to them. But I know that's not the good plan. This is. What we are living in is. 
no rain, no flowers, right? I really hope this episode speaks to all, but for my people who really do struggle with this battle of how can I be sad or anything else when I'm a generally really happy person, I want you to know that it is more than okay to feel all the emotions, even ones averse to happy. And I I think I've shared the story before, but one time it was my sophomore year of college before I really came to myself um, and started this journey. My friend looked at me and was like, Emily, you're so happy all the time. Like, how do you do it? And I literally broke down in that moment. I started crying. I was like, I'm not happy all the time. And I realized that I was putting on this stereotype, like, you know, the person that just says, oh, it's all, it's all going to be okay. And I had so many moments that year where it was like, that was a really, 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 that was like my lowest year, right? But yet I owned this persona of, oh, I'm just happy all the time. But I was really struggling. And if I wasn't even open, opening up myself to that, then how would I expect myself to ever get out of there? So you have to embody all that is coming to you in order to project yourself into the next stage of your life. So to become all that you are and truly grow from situations that you encounter, you must create room for all of it. That's really what I'm saying. Just as much as the pitch, picture perfect sunset beach night with your favorite people is blissful and sacred. So are the times where your nightstand is covered in tissues for the fourth night in a row. You can be someone who has a lot of joy, no matter the circumstance, and still be really messy and confused and break down and have a lot of feelings. There needs to be room for all of you to exist because all of you is blissful and sacred. And when you make the space to accept that, then you find perseverance in the harder trying or transitional periods and they actually don't suck as much. And I wouldn't say I'm grateful for my harder feelings, but in a way, I guess I am because I know that my ability to feel so greatly in this side of things will only lead to feeling more, my feeling my more desirable feelings even more greatly. No rain, no flowers. Let's just keep saying that. That's the mantra today. So now we're up to the point in the episode where we're like, yeah, great. Love what you're saying, Emily, but what the heck do I do about it? <laughs> and honey, I'm so glad you asked because this is the part I need to be reminded of. And I'm really excited to walk with you through my best advice um, because then I also get to learn with you. And it's like, we're all classmates. Um, yeah. Happy back to school, by the way, to all my friends still in college or high school. I wish you nothing but the best year. You're going to be great learners and have so much experiences and you're going to be challenged and you're going to try new things. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay. The advice I'm going to give to you, stay the frick grounded. And the whole reason why we put on this stereotypical label on ourselves of what we should be feeling all the time and what's okay and what's too far and what's not normal and why can't I just be this way instead of that the way that I am is because we're not grounded. If you look up the word grounded on Google, by definition, it declares to be grounded is to be well balanced and sensible. So let's let's look at those excuse me, definitions too. Well balanced means stable, meaning it's level and there's room for all of it. If it's level, there has to be a teeter-totter and there has to be two sides to things, right? So well-balanced means stable, level, room for all. And sensible means practical. So if you want to be grounded, you need to make room for all and stay practical, i.e. focus on what is actually in front of you rather than just theory and ideas. Don't let your mind escape where you are right now. And I think that's pretty sound advice. I don't know about you. Um... And then there are two ways in which we think too much about ourselves, both of them dangerous to our self-love and ability to show ourselves true love. Um, the first is thinking too much about yourself in the present tense. And in healthy amounts, this leads to feeling of fulfillment because we are able to meet our own needs and respond to our bodies and life's demands and reflect on our feelings and grow as a person. But too much of this can lead to conceit, pride, and arrogance. 
The second way is in the future tense and in healthy amounts, this leads to hope, prayer, joyful longing, but too much of this can lead to worry, doubt, fear, and even bad anxiety. And I'm not saying don't think about yourself. It's really healthy to be in tune with your personal being. And I have worked so hard to understand and know who I am today. What I am saying instead is I think thinking too much about your life, present or future, will cause you to no longer be grounded in the present moment. And if you stay in that space too long, you will either end up conceited, prideful, and arrogant, or worrisome, doubtful, and anxious. And if you feel like you associate with either of those groups, don't sweat it. There's always another side. Um, and if you specifically resonated with what I was saying earlier, it's likely you may feel a little doubtful, worrisome, anxious, um, like I can tend to get in these situations. And it's weird because I don't label myself as a worrier because I want to label myself as a joyful person until eventually then the worry catches up to me and then I crash and burn and, this, and soon the joyful person turns into a complete worrier and there is no longer any space to coexist. So that's why I say don't stereotype yourself, don't stuff your feelings, deal with them head on so that this doesn't have to happen. To me, staying grounded means putting myself back in a parasympathetic state. <laughs> in layman's terms, um, here's my science nerd girly coming out. It comes out every episode, I feel like. Um, in layman's terms, this means calming my nervous system down or just like calming myself down. And I do want to explain the science behind it a little bit so that it can make sense to you guys. But essentially, we have branches of two, two branches of the nervous system, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The parasympathetic, aka rest and digest, functions to keep us chill, and the sympathetic, aka fight or flight, functions to keep us alive in times of danger. Majority of the time, we are supposed to be in a parasympathetic state. However, given the day and age we live in, it's easy to take everything as a threat, even things that are not a threat at all, like your feelings. And this puts us back, um, so keeping yourself grounded, oh, hold on, excuse me. <laughs> sensing things that are not a threat at all like feelings this puts us back in the sympathetic nervous system so it creates a constant state of stress within our bodies and stress can honestly manifest as a lot of disease a lot of illness and a lot of just unwanted things in our life there are a lot of things that can trigger that um sympathetic nervous system like i said even like we get afraid of our feelings we get stressed out about things that we don't need to however there's also scientifically proven ways to combat that as well so never fear and here they are ways to put yourself back in that parasympathetic, chilled out state, keep grounded. Number one, diaphragmatic breathing, which is belly breathing. We get so used to focusing when we breathe on the rise and fall of our chest. It's actually supposed to be like an out and in of our belly. So when you breathe in, your belly goes out, kind of like you're giving yourself a little tummy. And when you breathe in, um, when you exhale, your belly comes in. If you put your hand on your stomach, you will actually feel it. And if you put one hand on your stomach and on the chest, you will kind of notice the difference. So when you are practicing conscious breathing, even just I do this kind of like as I drive or um, as I'm making myself breakfast, like things that I don't really have to, um, actually driving is a bad example. Maybe when I'm stopped at red light, <laughs> but when I'm driving, I'm definitely thinking about driving. But when I'm like um, making myself breakfast or when I'm changing my clothes, like that is a time that I practice that diaphragmatic breathing because it just puts me back in that parasympathetic state. Um, the next is earthing slash grounding. I don't know if you've heard this before. If you're any into woo-woo anything, you've probably heard this where you just stand on, on um, 
you just stand on oh, words emily you stand on the earth so like you go outside your backyard your front yard you need to stand on grass if you can find a tiny even like a park if you don't have it accessible to you in your front and backyard um or even going to the beach and walking on the sand putting your feet on the on god's good green earth like it is so good for your soul the energy charges your system back like from the ground up i don't know too much about it so i'm not going to speak too much about it um but i just think it's amazing the science behind it so clearly there's a reason why that works for us and number three um is mild exercise so perfect example is walking best news is about these three things of putting yourself back in a parasympathetic state and grounding yourself is the resources you need to do to put yourself back in the state um i.e your breath the earth and your body are completely free the breath your earth um your earth your, oh my gosh your your breath the earth and your body don't cause a dang thing right so all of this science hoopla about the nervous system and grounding what am i actually trying to say here I'm trying to say that I believe this was never the design for human life, all this chaos and monstrosity and houses and cars and whatever. I'm trying to say that I believe in a simpler time when it was just nature, God and man, because that's all we need. But I also believe God knew that humanity would develop in this way and he didn't interject because despite it all, there's goodness riddled within it all over the place. So I'm gonna do my best to keep myself grounded here and not get too stuck in the details about my life, but rather just celebrate the fact that I'm alive and surviving and that is enough. And when we accept that, that is when we will thrive. Because I know people don't just want to survive, they want to thrive. But when you truly accept that this is all you truly need, you will thrive. When you have no expectations, you will thrive. Because everything that will meant for you will just, it will come to you and you will know that it is good and it is yours. We will be able to experience complexity of our emotions without judgment. We will be able to show more grace to ourselves on the hard days and love ourselves deeper because of it. And because we can love ourselves deeper, we can know love and love others better, others deeper too. Um, and the tools that you need in order to do, the, to do that, in order to stay grounded, they are completely free. I wonder why. I don't think this is coincidence. Do you? Um, I think my best episodes are when I'm figuring it out alongside you guys, kind of like I am now, because I'm speaking from a place of what is it that I truly need in this moment? And I feel like I can almost reach those who need this message better in a way because I'm reflecting on what I need to maybe, and if you see yourself in my situation, then maybe my needs are your needs too, if that makes sense. Um, speaking from a place of experience, of course, also has its perks. And this episode, I feel like I was able to speak from both a place of need and experience, because like I said in the beginning, I feel like I've been here before, even though it's not this exact same situation. So this was really beautiful for me to be able to sit here and navigate this with you. A final reminder, you are not conformed to one title or another. I believe there are glimpses of the divine in all of us humans and all of who we are, not just bits and pieces. We are messy and beautiful and bold and timid and lovely and human and never forget that. Human needs to be a title that you wear proudly because it means that you accept that you are imperfect, but that imperfection is perfect enough for you because it's exactly how you were designed. It gives you the room and flexibility to mess up and learn, to start new with the sun, to dance in the rain. It sounds so cliche, but like to cry at the most inconvenient times and go days without feeling it. But because you can do all of that, be glad in it. What a gift it is to be that wildly capable of all these tiny yet incredible different things. So yeah, that's it, everyone. I really adored this episode and I pray it made sense to you and spoke to you. Um, as always, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. My DMs are always open and I thoroughly enjoy having conversations with each of you who reach out to me. Bask in your complexity today because it is a beautiful and miraculous and all good and you deserve to understand that.
No labels on yourself. Stereotypes have no hold here. Be sure to pass this podcast or episode along to anyone you think could benefit from hearing it. I loved, loved, loved having another like sit down heart to heart episode with you guys. And it was the first one in a while. Um, but you can be expecting more of this as the summer's kind of coming to a close and I'm getting a more steady routine. Um, and if you'd like to take the time to rate and review this podcast as well, follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. And I can't wait to talk with you guys next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. So please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSPOD. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.